Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Something must be very wrong in mental health services. This is the headline in yesterday's I newspaper. Quote, mental health patients raped and sexually assaulted NHS abuse scandal revealed. They go on. Tens of thousands of sexual assaults and incidents have been reported in NHS-run mental health hospitals as a national scandal of sexual abuse of patients on psychiatric wards can be revealed. Almost 20,000 reports of sexual incidents in the last five years in more than half of NHS mental health trusts. Now, I make that over 70 a week. It was a patient's dramatic escape from a secure psychiatric unit that's triggered these revelations. And there's a podcast thing that uh, I've linked to as well. It's in the newspaper. Now, look, I know these are difficult services. I told myself not to rush the judgment. It can't be true. But there's all this. 19,899 sexual incidents were reported across more than 30 trusts between 2019 and November 23. Less than 5% of sexual incidents were referred to the police. 800 allegations of rape and serious assaults on women. Mixed-sex wards, despite being banned, are still in use, with more than 500 reports of sexual assault since 2019, and just six out of 50 hospitals were able to prove they are meeting NHS standards for protecting patients for sexual harm. Now, this is the sort of news, the sort of numbers that sound so preposterous and so unlikely, so distant from the picture painted by the DH, it can't be right. If the allegations, the numbers, the testimony is half right, it's horrendous. If all the allegations turn out to be true and the numbers turn out to be right, this is an age and stable moment because all these allegations are on the watch of the people mostly currently in post. The people we look to to make sure the darkest and hidden parts of our health services are run as safely and humanely as we know how. To try and see what's what, I turn to the NHS England Mental Health Dashboard, get a feel, and I link to it uh, in this morning's e-letter. Dashboard, you know, make things at a glance clear. It's actually more like a KGB codebook. Now, I'm not a genius at this, but I am used to numbers, official reports, and the gubbins that's part of running the nation's largest bureaucracy. But... I have to be honest, I found it impenetrable. If you click through to the spreadsheets, and I include the link this morning, and I'd guess but for the the author, but for the author, for everyone else, they're meaningless. Just what is going on in NHS mental health services? Well, have a look at the webpage I linked to this morning. It's a summary of mental health happenings published in June last year by MIND. The mental health charity is just a brief quote more than one in three british adults say they don't have confidence that a loved one would be safe if they needed hospital mental health care they then go on to list recent abuse cases isabel hardman 
writing in The Spectator last January, said mental health care is the next big scandal brewing in the NHS. And you know what? She's darn right. CQC figures show mental health care staff across England reported an incident two times every hour, twice an hour in 2021. So a fat lot of good the CQC are. There's a litany of failure in an HSJ article, which I also linked to this morning, in which it emerges high secure Rampton on the grounds of safety was prevented from admitting new patients without CQC approval. It's like the blind leading the blind. A year ago, an inquiry was set up to investigate deaths of 1,500 NHS mental health patients in Essex. Yes, 1,500 deaths. Now, Steve Barclay, remember him, Bully Boy Barclay, said it would be converted into a public inquiry. What's happened? Dunno. Manchester, the Panorama scandal, remember that? Now, I'm hearing the inquiry report is ready for publications, but it's been sat on. Is that true? Perhaps you know, perhaps you can tell me. The Public Accounts Committee reported, and I linked to their report, 17,000 staff left the NHS mental health workforce in 21-22, up from pre-pandemic levels of around 14,000 a year. The NHS mental health workforce has actually increased by 22% overall between, between 2016 and 2022. Well, and here's the thing, mental health referrals have increased by 44% over the same period. So obviously demand is outstripping staffing. And parity of steam, remember that? Forget it. Now, having worked in mental health services, I know them to be unbelievably challenging. We're dealing with seriously mental ill people whose conditions can make them unpredictable, violent and sometimes dishonest. They're also vulnerable, fragile and deserve our most skilled and supported colleagues to be at the raw front end of care. All of which can conflate into turbulence that's easily misread, but... Ignoring these repeated and persistent warnings, often duplicated in the foolish belief, we can sort this mess out, we're on top of this, it's getting better, it's improving, is what dug the post office board into a hole from where they excavated and buried the truth and along with their reputations and the life chances of the innocents. If I, as an observer, you, for all I know, your family, users of these services, all of us working in them and NHS England are not to go down the same road as the board and management of the post office, we have to stop, face facts, listen to ugly truths and make prompt, decisive action. From what we've heard about mental health services, they're dangerous, unstable places. Heaven knows what they're like in the places we're yet to hear from. Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll, we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye.